Blog Talk Radio. morning, afternoon, and evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Najee E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you could reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, A New Creation. And as always, I like to read the promotional material to just lay the foundation. When I think of something old, I think of something that is traditional, outdated, or used. Just because something is old doesn't mean it is without value. Family heirlooms appreciate in worth with every generation. There's an old English traditional rhyme that dates back to the 19th century Lancashire. It describes the items, of, uh, items a bride should have on her wedding day. Something old, something new, something borrowed something blue, a sixpence in your shoe. In Christ, we are brand new in the sight of God, no matter our chronological age or how battered, torn, or tired we may be. God's grace and mercy upcycles believers, recycles believers in Christ. He uses us as his new creation and we become more valuable in his sight. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, this is the New King James Version, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So a new creation. And I have in our studio today a special guest with us. Her name is Myra Wilhoyt. And she is the owner of Upcycled Life by Myra. Myra resides in the Pacific Northwest, and she's very active in her home congregation. And she has beautiful grandchildren, too. I I can't remember how many, Mm -hmm. but she's got beautiful grandchildren. And Myra has lived her life as a daughter, a sister, a wife, a mother, grandmother, aunt, educator, seamstress, and a redesigner of furniture and clothing. She is an entrepreneur, and her ingenuity allows her to repurpose the old and create something new. And with that, Myra, welcome to Hope for Today, and thank you for being in our studio, and I am so excited for our listening audience who is going to hear about you and the work that you're doing. So, Myra, welcome, and you're welcome to add more to the introduction if you'd like. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Naja. I am so excited to be here with you. Um, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. (laughs) So just to add a little bit, I (laughs) just to add a little bit to the introduction, 
Um, you did such a great job. But um, just a little bit more about me. I, I actually have um, a wonderful husband that I've been married to for 36 years. His first retirement was uh, military. So we've had an opportunity to live in about seven states. We lived in Germany for two years and We've been able to um, visit over a dozen countries, so I'm very grateful for that background that we've been able to see many things and visit and meet new people. And We have three grown children, and like Naja said, I have six grandbabies that I love dearly and from age 12 to nine months, so uh, that's exciting. (laughs) Um, Very exciting. I do belong... Yeah, I belong to Community Bible Fellowship in Skyway, in Washington. I've been there for a member for about seven years now. I help run the ladies' ministry. I um, just love teaching ladies' Bible study and um, helping with the discipleship programs. And so um, we love our little community church. Um, just a little bit of background um, on my education side. I have an early childhood education degree. And so um, I've done a lot of teaching. I homeschooled actually for 11 years and then taught preschool and pre-K and a program supervisor at a local local Christian church. So um, that's just a little bit about what I did before God opened some doors to the new adventure. Well, Myra, that's interesting because so this is just be self-disclosing, right, and transparent. Uh, we went to mm-hmm. Community Bible Fellowship together, and, uh, mm-hmm. and and Myra, you're also on the board of Yield to the King Ministry. So let's just go ahead and put that That's out true. there, right? <laughs> but I sat, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here, and I'm learning some new things about you. I knew that your husband was in the military. I had no idea that you'd been to many different countries. And uh, have had that experience. I knew that you taught uh, preschool and and you were an educator. And I also remember the other transitions that you made when you decided that God was Mm -hmm. calling you to do something else. So thank you. Thank you for that introduction because, yeah, I'm I'm learning some things about you. And I thought I knew you all these years. (laughs) Well, how wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much. Well, you've given us a little bit of background. Um, where did you grow up, Myra? Uh, and and tell us a little bit about your your family. You know, you talked about your your children, your adult children, your grandbabies. But where did you grow up? And tell us a little bit about your family background. I actually grew up in Kamal Falls, Oregon, where my dad was the military. And um, it's odd, he was um, Air Force, and most Air Force people move a lot, but he ended up being stationed at the same base. So I never did experience the travels as a young child, but um, mm-hmm. but definitely um, I did as an adult. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's pretty much where I grew up in Kama Falls, and I have an older brother and an older sister, so I am the baby okay. of the family. <laughs> you, you know, I was in Kalama falls uh, uh a little while ago uh for a wedding and i just could not get the pronunciation correct i kept saying kamala 
Kamala and Kalama. And then I was saying, okay, what is going on with this pronunciation? But it was, yeah. uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I went down yeah. for a wedding and, um, mm-hmm. and I did not remember that that was from the, the, the area from the, that you were from. So, okay. Yeah. Is it, well, it is beautiful. go ahead. So I said it is yes. a beautiful area. It is, it is. And, and it even is, though it's at the Klamath Falls, even though it's it's called Klamath Falls, they have no falls. So, which <laughs> is interesting. Okay, That's, that is interesting. Uh-huh. Well, Myra, give us a little bit about your uh, introduction to Jesus Christ and you accepting him as your personal Savior. I know that he is a... Uh, a very intricate part of your entire life and your family's life. But how did you meet Jesus? What were the circumstances around that? Well, like I said, with my dad being military, we used to go to the chapel. I remember that quite often out at the base on Sundays. But being a military chapel, you just sort of get whoever happens to be on call that day for your preacher. But So I was kind of familiar with the church, going to church, but I definitely a foreign concept about a personal relationship. And during my high school years, I know I was always very curious. I knew there was a God, but I just didn't know him. And my brother Mm -hmm. and wife at the time visited from Arizona, and he brought me to church. And um, it was a different church. uh, But um, I was about 17 years old. And that is when I invited him to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Um, honestly, it was about 40, 41 years ago, <laughs> October. Oh, so it's wow. just pretty much next week, 41 years is my um, spiritual birthday. So that's exciting. Wow. And I love to say, yeah, I love to say on oh, 41 years I've been, you know, just, you know, happy endings and, you know, rainbows. But unfortunately, probably the first 10 years of my walk, I just try to do it on my own. And, you know, reading and understanding the Bible is not easy when you don't have really the community. And I didn't have, I wasn't discipled at all. I just sort of tried to read my Bible on my own. And so it was, it was, it was, it was not easy. And I think, you know, it just reminds me that God doesn't want us to travel this journey alone. You know, there is so important that we are, connected with with a church and a community and when I was about ready to have my first child we lived in Texas and you know I know I wanted to raise my children in church so I kept Uh saying to the Lord okay when you know when I get pregnant I'll get my life right and we'll go back to church and I just I just remember even now you know God saying well why don't you get your life right now (laughs) so Uh you know that so we went back to church. We went to church and we got plugged in. And I always seen wherever we went, every time we moved, that was one the first thing we did is just find a good church home. We plugged in. I seemed to do a lot of teaching with the children's ministries. I always did all the ladies' studies. And, you know, it such a, it's such a blessing. And, you know, meeting so many people and relationships and just learning God's word. And, you know, yeah. it's. I think, you know, especially military and I everywhere, it's like your church not, it's just not your home. It's also your family. And so, mm-hmm. and how important it is to have that community. So, you know, and I, I think the things I sum up are thinking, you know, now looking back, it's like, even when I wasn't always so faithful, God was always faithful and he always Amen. is faithful. 
And Amen. how important discipleship is. That, you know, it is really important as a new believer to have a chance to be discipled. That's why I really mm-hmm. believe in our discipleship program at our church because it's so vitally important to a new yes. believer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, you know, I, don't, I, I was discipled after I had been walking with the Lord for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, mm-hmm. it was their community Bible fellowship. Well, actually, it was Antioch mm-hmm. South King, but... Um, the program mm-hmm, yeah. was being implemented, and before you could be a discipler, you had to be a disciplee. Mm-hmm. And so that meant that I had to put myself in a position to be discipled, and so I did that. And the person who discipled me, she and I are still very, very good friends to this day. Actually, we're we're mm-hmm. prayer partners, so it was wow, it was great. Awesome. Um, but I do remember someone who had been more spiritually mature than I suggested that I read the book of John after I had become a believer. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I did that, and I have often shared that with others who are new in their walk with Christ um, because John just sort of just lays it out there, you know, and just, mm-hmm. it's one of the yeah. Gospels. Most people know where the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are in the Bible and not flipping in, you know, all that kind of stuff, but... Great plug for discipleship programs. Mm-hmm. So, Myra, I have known you. I have known you for a while, and I know that you uh-huh. are just absolutely gifted and creative, and you express yourself through art and painting and design. Can you tell us a little bit about when you realized your giftedness and then kind of how you've made your segue or your entry mm-hmm. into Upcycled Life by Myra. Yes, I have always loved art. I, I Even as a young child, I like you said, I love to paint and I love to draw. I love to do flower arranging. And in seventh grade in home ec, I took sewing and I never stopped. I think I've been sewing probably since seventh grade. So I just love doing that. And I know along the way, you know, in, in all these life in the past, you know, I've attempted to sell a lot of my products, but I never was really brave enough to follow through with it. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like my teaching has was really a way to express my creative side because I did, I was very creative teacher. And um, so, but I think once I stopped teaching, I really had a void in my life and I couldn't figure out what it was until I finally realized I'm not being creative. And I know creativity mm-hmm. just fills my soul. It's how God created me to um, mm-hmm. I have a big imagination. <laughs> and it, it's, you know, sometimes that's a problem because I'm always coming up with new ideas. But anyway, once I did stop teaching, I started out with, um, like you had said, like a business called Room for Change where I would decorate and use what people had in their homes. But that didn't, I, I felt like that really wasn't where God was sending me. And then I found um, upcycling furniture. So I was, you know, sanding and painting and making these beautiful repurposed furniture, except for it started filling my garage where my husband was like, can you maybe find something else to do? <laughs> so, so after. After my prayer, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go do sewing because that's where I love to do, and I've always done it for mm. my whole life. So I ran across the word upcycle, which I knew was from God. And the meaning uh-huh. upcycle, uh-huh. it means better than the original. And I'm like, that's exactly mm. what God has done for me. He's made my life better 
than the original by when I became saved. And so that had to be the name of my business. And so it's taken the big word is pivot because along the way we just have pivoted. The first thing whenever I started my business three years ago in November, actually, um, I knew, yeah, I knew that computer was not my forte, so I hired my daughter. So she Uh is absolutely amazing, and it makes it just 10 times more fun doing this business with her. But she's my social media expert. She's the one who designs my website, and um, I just, there's no way I could do this with her. I want to do it without her because it is lots of fun, and she's really, um, really taken on this summer with with the markets. She's doing a lot of upcycling clothing now, too, which is super fun. but basically, just to give you, um, I, I might have probably go into this. I know you probably are going to ask a little more about upcycling, but I'll go ahead and just tell you what it is and what we do. Yes, um, absolutely. Yes. Okay. We basically take, um, like I said, we've pivoted quite a bit. We started out with children's fashion, and now we've moved into women's and children's. So we take donated items or thrift store items and what we'll do is we deconstruct. So we've also pivoted this summer into really honing in on denim. So we do a lot of denim Mm. jackets. Example, I'll take a tweed jacket and a denim jacket, and I'll take them apart, and I'll add the tweed on top of the jean, and I may change out the sleeves. I usually will put, like, a jean pocket somewhere. We just totally changed two, three jackets into one. Um, we do a lot of shirts. I'll do purses. I'll, I'll cut open purses and add denim to the purse on the outside or inside. Or um, We do gift bags, dog bandanas, hats. Um, we do a lot of applique. I like to take a lot of vintage T-shirts and put them mm-hmm. on the jean jackets, making them original, you know, something different. And um, we do a lot of flare jeans. I have. I just think about what I have in my market right now. I have... Um, like a size little three-month little flare jeans that are absolutely adorable. And then we also have a size 16 ladies' jeans that we flared. And we do a lot of bleach, a lot of tie-dye. So it, the sky's the limit when it comes to upcycle. We just That's what I love about it is that there's so much stuff you can do. We also have a sustainable home line. So we uh-huh. have unpapered towels. We have um, reusable scrubbies, reusable Ziploc bags. So we have a lot of stuff for the home line, too, that is just saving, you know, water and saving materials by recycling stuff. So um, kind of what we've – okay. Go ahead. So I can say that what we've been doing um, uh, lately is farmer's market. So we've done farmer's markets the last three summers, and we just finished actually a a few weeks ago um, our Puyallup market. We did seven months in the Puyallup market. We did every other Saturday, which is super fun, but also very exhausting. <laughs> uh-huh, but uh-huh. Um, but so now we're focusing back online because we um, we sell most a year online, and we really um, this time of year we focus on our costumes. We do a lot of cycling uh-huh. costumes, which uh-huh. is also very uh-huh. fun. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like so, I said, the, the markets are ending. So we will do one more December 4th, which will be our first winter market. So we're actually very excited to get into that one. Just right in time for the holidays, too. Mm-hmm. So, Myra, yeah. go ahead and give our listening audience your website because they will be just absolutely intrigued and astonished at what you're doing with this upcycled uh, concept. So go ahead and share your website. Sure. It's called UpcycledLifeByMyra.com. And you could also find us with the same name, the Upcycle Life by Myra, on Facebook, um, Instagram, Pinterest. We're hoping to soon get a um, a YouTube also. So that's where you can find us in all those things. Absolutely wonderful. And that's your daughter doing all that mm-hmm. social media stuff for you, which is yeah, huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's I know that I have... Yes, I mean the the website is 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 spectacular. Your merchandise is is just it's amazing. Uh, it is, it really resonates with me because I'm a thrift store garage sale person. I mean, I have been doing mm-hmm. that probably well over thirty something years now. And mm-hmm. if you have any type of sewing skills, right, you can get something at a thrift store and you can shorten a skirt or a dress or taking a pair of pants or whatever, but what you're doing is just absolutely amazing. So I remember when you were doing the painting expression Mm -hmm. on the walls, bedroom walls of children, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Did you you remember coming over to my house and you were kind of looking and seeing what sort of design and color scheme I had going on in my house? Do you remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm looking at, and I remember, I remember when you were teaching, but I wonder if you remember this. Vacation Bible School, but we didn't call it Vacation Bible School. We called it Vacation mm-hmm. Bible Adventure, I think. Is that correct at the church, yeah. a community uh-huh. Bible fellowship? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I think I was filling in for you one night, and your mm-hmm. granddaughter was in my class, and it had something to do with, like, we were uh, – a professor in a lab or something. I had a lab uh-huh. coat. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I'll yeah. never forget, she looks up at me and she said something to the effect. I can't remember her exact statement. That, That's not the way my grandmother would do it or something. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I'm not creative like your grandmother. I'm just a substitute. <laughs> she was so cute. So cute, and uh, your your what you set up for those children was just absolutely um, phenomenal, and and I, I hope I did enough uh, good enough job for them to have enjoyed themselves. But oh, I'm yes, sure you Myra, <laughs> your creativity through your your uh, furniture, your sewing, your painting, uh, your artwork, all of that is 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 definitely. Um, has been a blessing to, to, to many. So do you enjoy being self-employed, and how has it changed your life? I love being self-employed. <laughs> um, okay. I love the freedom it gives you in the schedule because I, I can arrange my day around ministries, and I do a lot of travel, and that's what I love. Like I, My dad lives nine hours away, like we said, in Kama Falls, so... Um, you know, I just throw my sewing machine in my car. I throw all my stuff in there, 
And because I ship from online, I can ship from, I usually ship from his house wherever I'm, wherever I go, whatever family uh-huh. I'm visiting, I can just bring my stuff. So I love that. Um, I love on Fridays. I It's kind of my day. I just can go spend time with my grandchildren. And so that's very, that's very nice. And then I think the hardest thing about self-employed is, which you probably know also with you being as self-employed is is having self-discipline of when to start and when to stop. <laughs> so yes, there, but yes. there are seasons seasons where you just have to work harder than other seasons, and then also time management, which is a constant challenge of figuring out mm-hmm. how to balance mm-hmm. life. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That, I love it. Uh, when when we were employed, the 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 buzzword and the trend was for employers to allow people to shift and achieve the work-life balance. And mm-hmm. uh, and that was something that was uh, everybody was trying to, to figure out. And then, uh, you know, after the pandemic and everything, I guess some people didn't really have that challenge because most people were working virtually or remotely. And so mm-hmm. they were able to, to be in their homes or to at least kind of create a different kind of lifestyle. You know, we used to say we work yeah. from home, but people were, during the pandemic, were living at work, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were living at work. And say we're done. Yeah. It's very hard. <laughs> yes, it takes yes. some, some discipline. <laughs> it, it does. It absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Myra, tell us what scriptures you have clung to during this time of uh, the coronavirus pandemic. What what scriptures got you through uh, 2020 and is continuing to usher you through the year 2021? Um, you know, I love Isaiah 40, 28 through 41, but 28 tells mm-hmm. us, do you not know, have you not heard, mm-hmm. the Lord is the, mm-hmm. the everlasting God, the creator of the end of the earth, he will not mm-hmm. grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. You know, just mm-hmm. even that verse alone just tells me he's in control at all times. And, you know, mm-hmm. we don't understand. I mean, I just have a hard time understanding everything that's going on in this world. But you know what? I don't have to understand because I know that's God right. does, and I know he doesn't grow tired or weary of it. And then 29, yeah. it says he gives strength to the weary. And he increases mm-hmm. the power of the weak, which means we already have power, but he's going to increase it. And that's mm-hmm. just a huge blessing. That, and then yeah. the final verse, of course, Isaiah forty thirty one is my ultimate favorite. And, you know, those who wait on the Lord will renew, I like to say, exchange their strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they will soar on wings like eagles. And, you know, Naja, do you, do you know what eagles do when there's a storm? is they fly above the storm. Mm. So that alone is just a great lesson for us. During the storm, we don't have to be in the middle of it. We just, you know, that's why the Lord uses the wings of an eagle, that we can go above the storms. We don't have to be a part of it. And, you know, mm-hmm. the rest of that verse is they will, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint, which tells us there's hope. You know, we don't know yes. what tomorrow comes, but I know I know in that verse can we can that we don't have to grow weary and that we can walk and we won't faint. So we will get over this. <laughs> We're oh, Myra. Than I was. 
Yes. What mm. what wonderful words of encouragement, beautiful words of encouragement. I like what you said before, uh, uh, upcycled, better than the original. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is so uh, so profound when we think about the transformation that occurs as a result of us being mm-hmm. in relationship with Christ. And then just flying above the storm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being right. raised, uh, you know, rising above the circumstances, and that those are mm-hmm. words of encouragement that can also uh, give hope. I just want to mm-hmm. go back over the passage in Corinthians that says, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away; behold, all things have become new." So, a new mm-hmm. creation. We're a new creation in Christ Jesus. But I love. I love the upcycled, and I love the 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 mm-hmm. recycled, and I love the making something like new and something being valuable because you put some some sort of love and creation to this this design and and this 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 merchandise that you're delivering. I just absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Just absolutely love it. And with that, thirty minutes goes by very quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> No, yeah, wow, that's way too quickly. Yeah, that's way too quickly. I have so much more I want to share. I know. Well, you know what? We just may have to do a part two when our schedules allow it. Uh, Absolutely. So with that, I just want to say, in conclusion, um, our commitment today is to allow God to continue to repurpose us as his new creation. Our old journey Mm -hmm. was a walk in self-absorption and self-centeredness. The new, the old self has passed away, and the new creation in Christ Jesus is a life surrendered to him. Our newness of life will last from now until eternity, a life full of riches and glory promised by God the Father in Christ Jesus. And oh, what a blessing that is. And so with that, I just want to say may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. Did you want to say anything in closing, Myra? For letting me be part of today. And I just want to encourage the listeners, you know, if there's something or a skill craft that God's given them, you know, to step out in faith and don't don't be stuck mm. in fear because God has the reason he's given you that gift and he wants to bless others through you. And in turn, he will bless you also. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Myra. We'll have to do this again so you can continue with your golden nuggets and a blessing for everyone who was able to hear that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. All right. God bless you, Naja. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. 